Hello, my friends. Welcome to my podcast. It's your girl, Bernadette, and welcome to my late night smoke session slash vent session slash life update session. I'm so happy to have you here with me, and I know it's been a minute, but, you know, life is kind of doing what life does, as I've said before, kicking my butt a little bit, um, powering through grad school, and I think this semester, I kind of feel like I'm just kind of winging it, flying by the seat of my pants um, in the sense that I I don't feel like I'm on top of my game this semester because I'm doing, I'm taking a class that I'm not very comfortable with. So I'm having to dedicate more time, more energy, more focus to this area because it's my challenge area. So there's that relationally um that's basically what this whole podcast will be about my vent session slash smoke session slash tell you what's going on in my life because you know I the ultimate goal for me is to have balance I don't want to be too invested in any or overly invested in anything I want to make sure that I'm giving adequate time energy and resources to everything in my life starting with myself because everything flows from me. And I know within me, there's this tendency to um, really put myself through the paces, go through the motions with my significant other, because I feel the pressure to make this thing work. And I think that what I have to do is loosen my grip on what I want And trust that what's meant to be there will just be there automatically without me having to hold on to it so tightly. And I know that comes from everything I've told you guys about instability as a child, growing up without whatever, whatever. And I don't blame those things, but it's always nice to have a starting point to understand yourself. So I'm past all that. Um, I've let things go that have happened to me like in youth or whatever, but now I have to deal with the aftermath of that, which is the growth work that I am currently attempting to achieve for myself, which means that I spiritually feel like love is my religion. Love is how I want to operate. Love is what I want to give and receive. And there's this great quote by this poet that I've been thinking about a lot lately. And the quote basically says that your task is not to seek for love, but merely to seek and find all of the barriers within yourself that you have built up against it. And I haven't been able to stop thinking about what this quote means for me, how love is the simplest thing in the world. But we have so many barriers and resistances to love that we can't really fully express it, feel it, experience it because we have all these barriers to it. And I never knew I had so many barriers until I began to think about it. And my relationship with my significant other is just the perfect training ground for me to grow. It's always been that way. It's the relationship that has challenged me. It's the person that has challenged me and nothing has changed. And on on some level, it's wonderful. It's great. I appreciate it. But on other levels, it's like it's too much. You know what I'm saying? So 
whenever I think about my relationship with this person, I think about different things like how we were apart, what that felt like, what I would like for us to be in the future, and how do we get there, and just a lot of like unnecessary stressing and worrying about the future when it's not even promised. And it's so easy to say, take life as it comes, flow from day to day, which is where I want to be, but I'm right here where I still want to feel some sense of security and safety. So I'm attempting to address all of my barriers to love, judgments, criticism, fear, whatever it may be, I'm working on addressing those things so that I can fully embrace love without the conditions that I want to put on it because I want to feel safe. So that's one thing. The other thing is that I've got to get back to my self-love journey, self-love routine, because whenever I'm with this person who is my significant other, there's always this temptation to go too far, too fast, and forget about me in the process. To be so committed to that person's feelings and never stopping to, to think about mine and what it is that I need. For whatever reason, I tend to put myself in the position of martyr every time with this person. And it's not his fault. It's definitely something that I, I have to work through where I feel like I have to just do a lot. And I feel like when I do that, it impedes my own growth. It stunts my own growth because I'm putting too much emphasis and too much energy toward someone else that I really need to be giving myself. Because I honestly feel like at this stage in the game where I am emotionally and mentally, I'm going to give the situation my all, do everything I can to make it work. So if it falls apart, no regrets. And if it succeeds, then that's great. So I, with 100% effort, want to re refocus my energy and my attention onto myself. Making sure I know what it is that I want and making sure I'm aligning myself with that. Making sure I give myself the space to hear what's in my heart because, to be honest, sometimes we think we want something and we associate someone with that thing that we want. So, for instance, I want to settle down, be with someone, spend the rest of my life with someone. And I associate that with my significant other because that's the person that I also consider my soulmate love of my life. But... Perhaps we are more in love with the idea of what, what we want and we want to make a situation fit so that we can get there. I want to make sure that's not where I am. I want to check in with my heart and say, is this really what you want? Separate the person from the outcome and decide, is this really what you want? Giving yourself the space and the room to be still, be quiet, remove distractions, and listen. And I think that on some level over the past couple of days as I've decluttered my space, spring cleaning if you will, I think I've just been preparing myself for this season where I need to go inside and think about what it is that I really want. 
without the distractions around me. So I've left social media, left Facebook, left Instagram, which is really the only social media that I indulge in. And I've done that multiple times before, but I really want to stop hearing the things that are around me and hear what's inside of me. Because the internet is chock full of people who want to give relationship advice. And if your person does this, then they're not the person for you. And if they don't do that, like, it's so noisy out there. And the space and time in my life is like kind of going into my room mentally, shutting the door and thinking, what does Bernadette feel? What does Bernadette need? What does Bernadette want? And how is she going to get there? So I'm shutting out all the noise so that I can connect with myself. Truly try to begin this journey of living love, practicing love for everybody. To take away the separations that we put between ourselves and other people. To understand that we are all in it together and we're all exactly alike and we all have the same wants, dreams, hopes, desires, fears. And when you open up your heart to let it all pass through the good, the bad, the ugly, then I think that's when you're a truly aligned, awakened, enlightened individual where you're like, this is my experience as a human and I'm going to experience all of it. The parts I love, the parts I don't, the parts that feel good, the parts that don't feel good. And to do so in a way that honors my light and the lights of other people. I had a situation with my significant other. And the more I think about how I want to practice love as my religion and break down all the barriers that separate me from truly experiencing love, I had a perspective shift. I saw a situation one way, but once I reflected on it more deeply, I see it a different way. And I think it relates back to something my cousin told me, how he envisions himself as the highest version of himself that he can possibly be. And he analyzes it and says, okay, what would that version of me say? What would that version of me think? What would that version of me do? And then he does that. And I think as you practice that, then you begin to embody that version of yourself. So in the situation with my significant other, what would the highest version of Bernadette have done? And I think about that and I'm like, okay, she would have done this, 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 and this. And I want to train myself to begin to think that way. Another thing that I've I've been thinking about is that in my relationships, as I'm growing and developing, to not forget who the fuck I am. I tend to sleep on myself a lot, forgetting that I am an amazing human being, like a dope vibe. And I say that humbly, like, I love my energy. I love my body. I love myself. And 
anybody who gets to experience that and share that is really fortunate. I would go so far as to say blessed because I have so much to give. And I bring so much to the table and I just refuse to sleep on myself or forget who I am. Can't do that. And to remember that everything and everybody changes. So this future that I envision with my significant other, it's nice, but who knows if I'll get there. So all of our like plans and dreams and hopes for the future are very like fragile, like bubbles or butterfly wings or whatever is really tiny and fragile out there. And any shift can change all of that. So I don't want to switch up how I'm operating, but I definitely want to switch up my mindset and remember like, this is the outcome that you want, but be prepared, be prepared if that's not the outcome that you get, essentially. And, you know, again, just trying to find that balance, but I do want to, like, give kudos to myself because, like, a checkpoint of growth occurred where a former friend reached out to me, and this is someone who I had to, like, eliminate from my life because, I saw where I stood and I didn't like it. And there's been this back and forth with this person where we'll communicate for months or stop communicating for months. Then we'll communicate and then we'll stop. It's on again, off again, quote unquote, friendship, a former lover, partner, whatever you want to call it, where things just didn't go in the direction that, you know, whatever. And as I started to tap into my sense of like self and awareness and worth and value, I began to see what was truly going on in the relationship. And I confronted the person and, you know, got all defensive and essentially removed himself from my life. And I'm like, that's great because I say this all the time. I'm happy when people show me who they really are. Cause then I know how to operate. Like I love that shit. I love that feedback. If I, put a boundary in place or express how I feel and you get defensive or you don't take the time to understand where I'm coming from. Okay. I know what role you play in my life. So I wasn't even worried about it. And lo and behold, that person reached out to me and it felt so fucking good. Y'all hear me. It felt so good to see that message and know that no part of me wanted to respond because I know my worth, I know my value, and I only want to be surrounded by people who know, feel, and see the same thing. Am I perfect? Fuck no, never will be. But to be surrounded by people who pull out the good in you, who challenge you to grow without making you feel like a fuck up, who motivate you and encourage you, who uplift you, like that's your tribe. And it's so hard to come by. So if you have that, like embrace that shit. It's amazing. But I love that something that I thought would always be a struggle for me no longer feels like a struggle. Where 
I'm no longer thirsty for attention from just any old body. And not any old body in the sense that open and loose and wild and free, but attention from people who I wouldn't give attention to if I loved, respected, and valued myself. And the more I love, respect, and value myself, the less energy I have for people who only want me at this capacity or on this level or who only see me as I used to be, as a a, a lover or a whatever. And I don't want that. And the fact that I could clearly see that, acknowledge it, and honor what I know I needed, it would be great to have a friendship with this person. But all this person has ever shown me is that, yes, I have the capacity to be a good friend to you, but the vast majority of our conversations are related to the sexual encounters we had years ago. So that's telling me that you don't, you have your priorities are kind of misplaced and you have a partner. Like, what the fuck? So that was amazing. And then last but not least, I'm just going to like, Simplify my life. All that clutter that's in there. All the behaviors, patterns, mindsets that no longer serve me. I'm going to go through and try to start decluttering my mind in the same way I declutter my space. To get back to a regular routine of meditation and prayer. Exercise, eating well, and drinking lots of water. Because... As I've said multiple times, a healthy body supports a healthy mind and a healthy mind supports a healthy body. So I'm going to find that sense of balance and just like embrace the shit out of my life and keep the focus on me. Keep the focus on what I need to do to be well and position myself to get to where I need to be. And everything else is just going to fall into place that's meant to be there. Everything that's not is going to fall away and I'm going to be better off for it. Like who wants people in their lives who don't want to be there that are only there if the conditions are like this or like that? Like I don't want people in my life who, I don't know, like, I don't want anybody there who ain't riding with me, riding for me, got my back, committed to seeing me grow, pulling out the best in me. Like, do you know how amazing that would be if you met that person, that partner, that friend, whatever the case might be, soulmate, who is mature enough to And at a a level above you to help pull you up. Like, I think it would be so dope to have a man in my life when we're talking about relationships, romantic ones or friends who, who can play that role, who see you going low and they pull you up, who lovingly and with a gentle patient but firm hand inspire you to grow like what an amazing thing that would be like we're basically plants but could you imagine being a plant and you have a gardener who 
overwaters you and then gets pissed because you're not your leaves are like droopy or whatever or being a plant and you have a gardener who doesn't give you enough sunlight then gets pissed that you're not flourishing a gardener who has you in a pot that you can't that you're not growing in but won't put you in a different pot so you can like root deeper and then imagine that you have a gardener who lovingly and tenderly positions you in the right space so that you get the right amount of sunlight that takes the time to know that you need to be watered twice a week and that you like this kind of soil to check your roots on a regular basis and put you in the right environment so that you can grow imagine how that plant is going to thrive under those conditions versus the conditions of a gardener who is not giving the plant what it needs is giving the plant what it wants to give it it's giving the plant what it wants <laughs> the gardener who gives the plant only what it he wants to give it instead of what the plant needs that's what i mean for relationships and friendships where you have the people in your life who nurture you the way a good gardener nurtures a plant that they want to see flourish and bloom and grow. I pray that the universe will align me with people who can give that to me. But in the meantime, I'm giving that to myself. So friends, I appreciate you joining me for my late night smoke, vent, life update, whatever this thing was. And per the usual, I hope you are well. Thank you for staying with me and listening to me talk and I wish you love, light, and positive energy. Bye.